It's Tuesday, March 23, 2021. Torrential rainfall has led to widespread flooding across portions of New South Wales. Catastrophic flooding, the latest disaster to pummel Australia. Climate-related disasters now produce the most refugees in the world, plus... So we're going to have to do equal parts looking to the future, but also taking care of what we've already got with an eye toward climate with an eye toward equity and with an eye toward all the jobs that we can create while also making it all safer. Biden White House prepares massive infrastructure jobs bill. All of those massive jobs and more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. A recent study even estimated that an average person globally could be ingesting about a credit card's worth of plastic into their system every week. Which kind of explains Capital One's new slogan, What's in your stomach? You are what you eat. Does that make sense? No. This is your Green News Report. Apparently it's 1.5% cash back, a few thousand free airline miles, and a f***ing load of plastic. Okay, Dizzy Doyen, drought, heat, wildfires... Is there anything that has not hit Australia over the past couple of years? Asteroids? Oh, well, uh, be careful. (laughs) True. In Australia, nearly 20,000 people in New South Wales have been forced to evacuate the worst flooding in decades after relentless rain triggered flash floods in some of the same areas hit by record bushfires a year ago. Some areas saw five times their average monthly rainfall for the month of March. Five times in just four days. Mm. And there's more rain in the forecast. The flash floods have swept entire homes off of their foundations. In a press conference on Monday, New South Wales Premier Gladys Berejiklian called it the worst flooding in 50 years, beyond most residents' experience, and highlighted the repetitive disasters hitting Australia. So we can't underestimate the ferocity of the extreme weather conditions. We've gone from extreme drought, extreme bushfire to now extreme flood. And we have to put that in context. And our first and foremost priority is to make sure people know they could be in danger and make sure they've got their plans ready. Meanwhile, a new study has found that the pollution from last year's Australian bushfires injected huge amounts of smoke into the stratosphere, causing record atmospheric pollution over the southern hemisphere, according to a new study. The researchers calculated that smoke pollution was nearly three times higher than the monthly averages prior to the wildfires and similar to air pollution levels caused by a moderately large volcanic eruption. Mm. A different report has found that natural and climate-related disasters, not wars, now create the most refugees. The International Federation of Red Cross and Red Crescent Societies reports that in just the last six months, over 12 million people around the world were pushed out of their homes. 80% of that 12 million were displaced due to natural and climate-related disasters. Asian and Pacific countries bore the brunt with 26 climate disasters last year, including three storms that hit the Philippines in a single month that drove a million people from their homes and left three million without basic needs. I guess I would say that's shocking, except for the fact that I listened to the Green News Report. You have been warning about exactly this for many, many years now. 
Here in the U.S., in a ruling with national implications, a bankruptcy judge has ruled that bankrupt coal company Black Jewel can walk away from at least 30 permits in four states under a liquidation agreement. The company must try to sell nearly 200 other mine sites, according to the agreement, but they can abandon those, too, if they find no buyers, leaving taxpayers to foot the cleanup bill. So the taxpayers help subsidize these coal mines in the first place, and now the taxpayers get to clean up the mess when the coal companies walk away with all the profits, which they don't have, because now they're bankrupt. Correct. The plan is sound. Finally, AP reports that Biden White House aides have put together a $3 trillion infrastructure and jobs bill to revive the economy and create millions of jobs repairing and rebuilding the nation's crumbling infrastructure after decades of deferred maintenance. The package will focus on climate resilience and transitioning the nation to clean energy as part of Biden's Build Back Better campaign pledge. Democratic leaders have signaled they will probably use budget reconciliation to pass the bill if Republicans choose to block it. In a recent interview with MSNBC, Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg made the economic case. And I will say this about infrastructure investment. Unlike what was promised in the past about things like tax cuts for the wealthy, when you make an investment in infrastructure, it really does pay for itself. It's got a return on the investment. And I do think that ought to be part of the math as we're thinking about the finances here. Now, let's just think about tax cuts and giving all the money to the rich people. But this is potentially very good news. This huge, what, $3 trillion infrastructure bill? Yeah. We have been waiting for this for a very long time. We'll see how much of it they can actually get through with a simple majority vote in the U.S. Senate. But I think a lot of the climate bill is going to be found in the infrastructure bill. One hopes. One hopes indeed. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planetwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. So build me up, build me up, Don't break my heart. I'll be over at 10, you told me time and again, but you're late.